You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you. What up, what up, Real Coach JB here, man, coming back at you with another Slapdick Podcast on this fine Friday, August 7th, 2020. Just another day, another dollar. They're all the same days now. They just tie in together during this fucked up pandemic quarantine life we're living. So, <clears throat> quote of the day, man. The last few have, have been genuinely my own quotes. So, I just try to be the real person that I am. This one I thought resonates with everybody, man. So, quote of the day this Friday, August 7th. Ideology separate us. Pain, struggle, and dreams bring us together. That's a JB quote, man, uh, from the sleeve, from the heart. Ideologies separate us, but pain, struggle, and dreams shall bring us together. That's just how I believe. That's what I truly believe, man. All this politics shit going on. Look, I grew up in when gangbanging was at an all-time high. Bloods, Crips, essays, you name it, white fucking skinheads, whatever you want to call it, Asian boys, Southern California, we had it all, just so we're clear. And you know what? Something that brought red and blue together, brown and black together, was always a struggle that had a dream to it that everybody struggled and had pain about. Everybody had some fucking pain or struggle or some type of fucking issue that brought all that shit together. Hopefully everything can come back the same way, man. Um, we'll see. Get through this fucked up year. Be shocked to see after the after the election, does the COVID disappear or, you know, we find out some more shit about it, what it is. I don't know. I don't know if it's slowing down. I've stopped. Karen looking I don't want to say I stopped caring but I stopped paying attention and listening to all this shit because every fucking doctor is different every fucking news analyst is a either fake as fuck or doesn't know what he's saying or they're lying about each other and there's something one one news outlet is fucking defending Trump one's bashing him who knows man it's all fucked up I just wish uh I wish human beings' lives fucking mattered to the government and everybody else involved. But it seems like ideologies and political fucking uh, propaganda takes over. So, lots to get discussed on this uh, show. It would be a little shorter than normal, but... Um, so, this Oakland A's pitcher throws up Hitler sign twice. Puts his arm, hand out over his head, signals... Uh, the, you know, the, the Nazi fucking March hand and I tweeted about it right, wrong or indifferent. You know, I gotta say, when was this ever cool? Even as a joke, like when does this dude, a professional coach at a professional in the major league baseball who I already told you, I don't give a fuck about these prima donna fucks. Probably 15 people are watching the game any fucking way. 
But when is it cool to do that shit? And I'm saying it. Yeah, I'm saying it. Because all you fucks out there who don't know me or the true shit behind what went down with me and just judge me for no reason without any real knowledge knows that the kid I had the incident with did the same shit and I cut his motherfucking ass the same fucking within the hour. And oh, by the way, he called himself that word. And by the way, as did everyone else on campus, even fucking teachers. So that tells you how fucking fake the kid, the, the backers he had, which were teachers, all these fake fucks. And then all of you out there who believe what you see and hear without knowing the truth is mind boggling. But I texted a kid that basically I'm your new daddy and basically I'm the devil for what, you know, for doing that. But this cat can do it. A coach earlier this year at a football program did it, said, said some shit about it. Like you can tell it's straight racist shit, but yet they continue to have their job and coach and everything. Hey, listen, I'm not crying about it. It's spilled milk. I'm not going to cry over spilled milk, sour grapes, whatever you want to say. Um, it's just what a place we're in, man. Some people can be looked at like that. Some people can be looked at like, oh, it's a mistake. Let it go. You know, the country we live in now is a different world. Just going to be honest. Everyone judges everyone because it is easy, convenient, and requires no heart, no nuts, no fucking guts. It takes no guts or nuts to type on your keyboard or your fucking smartphone and be a fucking cowardly bitch that you are. Because back in the day, if this would have happened and it was only in the newspaper like it used to be, people would talk to you face to face, find out the real, and it would be over. But not here. This world we live in has created Twitter cowards and allows them to basically not get punched in the mouth or in the face, which in essence creates more enabled fucks who think they are fully allowed to degrade folks with a tweet or some type of fucking response to somebody that is an easy fit, uh, easy fucking uh, target because they were on a show. They are professional athletes. They are on ESPN. They are political figures, what have you. And it's really just people that you wanted to be. And you couldn't be. And now you take it out on Twitter and you try to bash people and degrade them because you got like a show I did earlier this this month. You have little dick syndrome and that's what that's called. So it is what it is. Uh, this guy, uh, you know, basically does the fucking salute. And I'm curious to see what ends up happening. Um Clearly, he did it twice. I don't know why. I mean, I don't even know how you can defend yourself doing it. Like, I don't understand. Is it a joke or something? I mean, obviously, you're doing it with a couple other white players as you've seen them run off the field. But who knows? It's crazy. I'm curious how the brothers feel on that team and and anyone else that were uh, involved. But who knows? Lakers look shitty. No LeBron. I think they got the one seed. I think they're fucking tapped out think they'll be fine i expect them to make a run a deep run do they win it all i don't know i think they need a third score i don't think they have the depth the length uh on the wing 
I think they're 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 long as hell in the middle, but I don't think they have the length on the wing. Avery Bradley hurt them by not showing up. Um, I and you know that's my own. I have an own, my own opinion on that. Each his own, but you know he 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 let all his other brothers there that he played with that he supposedly ride or die with. He's cool with them playing, but he tapped out. I, I don't know, man. It's just a different world. Like I said, different generation. Um, Clippers, they are who they are. I think they're still figuring shit out. They got to get Montrell's Harrell back. I think, um, you know, uh, my man Lou Williams has is, is got to get reacclimated from the titty bar. And then you got Beverly's ugly ass who looks like just he got just ran over dog shit is what that motherfucker looks like. He's a, I hate to see that motherfucker talk, man. He irks me. He ain't really playing too well yet. He's got to get back reacclimated. But they have so much depth, man, with Jackson and all these motherfuckers that can throw at you. It seems like they have 30 cats on their roster. It really does. The Lakers seem like they have two cats on the roster or three. Um, crazy. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, something's wrong with Zion. Let's be honest. If we're going to be real. Zion Williamson has something wrong that the media is not letting loose or they don't know about, and it's been really tightened down inside the facility and inside the organization. There's no fucking way you're telling me this 20-year-old can't play after a meniscus because Ron Artest back in the day met a world piece. Motherfucker blew out his meniscus and was back in three weeks. I remember because we used to talk about it all the time. I'm just telling you, something's either up. Or those cats, Gentry and them, know something we don't. I'm telling you. Mark my word. I hope he's okay, but I'm telling you, he may have something that we don't want to hear, man, and it'd be a damn shame. Greg Ogden Ogden or Odin or whatever his name was, Greg Odin all over again, or Danny Manning. or I just hope it ain't something like that, man. Um, Because I'm telling you, why the fuck wouldn't he be playing? He is sitting out tonight for rest. He's 20. LeBron sat out last night for rest. He doesn't. He wasn't sore. He, he sat out for rest. And deservingly so, right? LeBron don't tap out like Kawhi and a lot of these other fucks. So, I don't, I'm not a LeBron fan either. I'm just keeping it real. You know, all these fucking load management games these fucks miss. It's unbelievable. But anyway, we'll see if Doc Rivers knew what he was doing um, with this deal. But... I don't know. Just mark my word. Something's wrong with that fucker. Or he'd be playing, I think. So, New Orleans, you don't want to go to the playoffs. That's what you're telling me. He needs rest. A 20-year-old needs rest. Yeah. It's like telling a porn star his dick needs rest. Shut the fuck up. Miami, Purdue, Penn State have all had their best players opt out. It's becoming the norm, and I don't see us having football. I'm being honest. I'm going to get into this whole topic in a minute. I'm telling you, I don't understand. So let me get into this. So we've had multiple major players who are the top 20 or 30 draft picks on Mel Kuyper's board opt out of playing this season. All right. So let's get to this NCAA football topic that I got to talk about. Please help me understand that I'm not mad at those kids for opting out. 
I, like I said, I just made a comment about Avery Bradley not letting his players play or not being with his player. This is the deal. He's been with the team all year. They bubbled up. There's been no cases. He he knew the deal. He's they brought back the season after they stopped for four months. It's totally different than the football program uh, season that has not yet started. And it's like going through the yellow light. You don't know how long that fucker is going to last, and is it going to get? Are you going to make it through, or is it going to turn red and hit your ass? You don't know. It's like a fucking yellow light. Well, these cats that don't know the future and have an NFL future and and are banking that the COVID will have a vaccine and it'll be over with by the time the draft comes around, hopefully everybody was hoping, et cetera, et cetera. um, I have no problem with them doing that. And they're pieces of meat in the meat market any fucking way. And the meat market's the NCAA. We already know it. But let's get to this NCAA football topic. Okay, help me understand that if the NCAA, who just made a statement saying it's not about money, it is about, quote, the kid's safety. So, end quote, answer me this great market of meat, NCAA meat market fucks. Why has D2 and D3 mostly been canceled then? Why have you canceled D2 and D3 playoffs if it's not about money? So can Division I athletes be the only fucking humans that can't get the COVID? So D2, D3, Juco, and high school kids can get it, but D1 players are already immune, especially the Power 5 kids? It seems like the Power 5 kids have had the vaccination already. This shit is comical. I, I gotta, I gotta fucking laugh, man, because it's, it's actually, it's really comical, and I don't understand why it's so fucking funny. Why? <laughs> I gotta laugh because that's comical to me. There's no fucking way that D two and D three players can get it. High school and JUCO can get it, but Power Five. And some smaller FBS schools can't get it. But it's not about money. Remember, they quoted, it's not about money. It's about the health and and the safety of our kids. So, Power 5, please shoot me a vaccination just so I could try it out. Make sure uh, you guys have the right shit. Because apparently you have it. And uh, everybody else can't play. But you guys can because you, you know, you're going to be fine. It's, it's, It's okay. Don't worry about the Power Five, uh, the money they need to keep the fucking office, the, the doors open. I don't know. But back to college, there's players have, have opted out. A lot of high draft picks next year. And I think they not only see that there's been 70, as of right now today, there's been 70 NFL players opt out. I don't know if you know Agunga, Philip Akunga or whatever for the, I think he's with the Panthers or whoever he's with. He's talking about retiring because of the fucking coronavirus. The older veterans, like I said the other day, are okay. They're going to tap out. They're going to opt out because they're older. They have families. They have longer money. They've done, they've already learned the bumps and the bruises of finances and they understand it. And if they're smart and have good accounting management and all this, they're doing what they're supposed to do. But these young cats got to play, man. And they got to play because they've made horrible, bad investments already in year one, two, and three as a rookie in, in, in second and third year. 
We already know. I know. Trust me. I have players in the league. I have friends that played. I get it. I know what they do. Ignorance is life-threatening, but you only do what you don't know. And they don't know what they don't know. So you got to understand, these accountants out there are fucking, you know, they're going to steal and rob and pillage. I mean, these are the fucking white-collar crime um, artists that we all, you know, some people glorify. Others, they get away with murder, and they're, they're fine. We see that every day with the government. So 70 players opt out of the NFL. There's going to be great players missing. Like, people don't understand. What type of fucking league will we have? Fantasy football is fucked. Hope you guys know that. All you guys that booked me on Cameo to do fantasy football, uh, fuck. I'm going to talk shit about that. Fantasy football is fucked. My DraftKings is fucked. I mean, how many fucking red X's are going to be on DraftKings? Players are opting out and saying, fuck, is the reward is not, the risk outweighs the reward, period. The risk outweighs the reward right now in this incidence. So I'm not mad at those kids for, for not playing. I really not, I'm not mad. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see how it, how it unfolds because Power 5 is going to try to play football. Because there's too much money at risk. But don't fucking come out and blatantly say it's about the health and not the money. Then why are you playing? Why aren't you going to wait till the spring? Why aren't you going to see if there's a vaccine? Why aren't you going to see? But do you can fold D2 and D3? Because D2 and D3 people out there that don't know how this thing works is costing money. They are costing money. And they need football players to fucking be on that campus at those private institutions, especially the D3 level. And without them, they can't survive. Just telling you, just like the private schools. They need athletics. So they're going to push it back because right now it's going to cost them money to try to deal with testing for COVID, travel, all the preparation, the prep for COVID, all the different things they'll have to buy. It's going to cost them money. They don't bring in 100,000 people in a crowd. They don't bring in TV revenue. D2, D3 is costing you money. D1, Power 5 is going to make you money. Therefore, that's why you're going to have a season. It's not about the health of the kids, you fucking lying fucks. Remember, you're the same fucks that tried to keep the NCAA March Madness alive two weeks after the NBA closed down shop. Because it's all about the health, right? Because that's your biggest money maker. Besides the BCS Bowl game, March Madness is your biggest fucking money maker. So you fucking tried to do it, you fucks. Shit. What a fucking joke. We're just all that fucking dumb to tell us that. Tiger Woods is two under, right in the mix of the first uh, first major being played in over 14 months. PJ. PJ. Um, my boy Michael Collins, shout out, who has a bottle of my whiskey. He's covering that. And uh, we'll see how he does, man. You know, Tiger comes out of the woodwork sometimes and and, and balls out. Sometimes he has a bad back. Uh, who knows what Tiger's going to show up. Um, we'll see what happens. So getting to back to the power five in college football. I got a huge issue with this whole this Pac-12 Big Ten kids deal because I'm going to talk about this and I could might hurt your feelings. 
I'm all for the kids. I was on the show the other day. I talked about I was all supporting them. <clears throat> now, I, I should probably, ignorance is life-threatening. I tell you that all the time. I was ignorant in a couple of things I said. This is why. I didn't read the full-on disclosure of what those kids actually wanted. So I, I read the gist of it. I got to see it, and I was like, okay, good for them. They want some things in paper and writing. Well, something stood out to me after the fact, after I read the entire deal, and I have an issue with this because there's twofold why. Number one, I have a huge issue with the kids in the Pac-12, the Big Ten, wanting to control coaching salaries. Now, that's a that's comical to me. First of all, Pac-12 kids that are playing, you chose to go to that school for that coach, number one. Ignorance is life-threatening. You made your bed, sleep in it. Number two, your coaches that you play for, Pac-12 players, are the lowest-paid Power 5 coaches in the country as is. Okay? Number three, it should have been done a long time ago, not now when you guys want to say it is because of you and what you guys want. The coaching thing should have been done and would have probably stopped the whole recycling process of coaches because one coach gets fired from one school and he gets hired at another one and he actually ends up getting more fucking money. So that should have been done a long time ago. Don't start protesting every single fucking thing now because that's the hot thing to do. Let's be smart. You chose to go there. And this goes back to further having a relationship with your kids. If you haven't noticed, the entire Ohio State team and their captains came out today and spoke up and said, the Big Ten does not represent our tongue and what we're saying. We're not saying that about Ohio State and our coach and our staff. Now, that's coming from the Ohio State program. Now, what does that tell you? That tells you that Day must have his thumb print on that team or something's going on there or they're paying motherfuckers. I don't know to shut the fuck up, but it's a shocking to me at one sense. And then it's telling me that those players are good and comfortable or they wouldn't have said that shit. So they're going a complete opposite of a thousand other players that have said the same thing at the PAC 12 is trying to say, which is one of their demands is controlling coaches salaries and getting them cut getting the salaries cut down. Now, they're probably doing that because lawyers have talked to them about it'll enhance your opportunity to get more money. And I understand all this shit. There's a lot of shit going on. And kids only know what they know. And listen, I think coaches make more than enough money. It's not that. But I don't think kids should be involved in grown folks' business. They're, they need to go earn their own money and... Let coaches do what they've done for a long time. Our job's not easy. It's very scrutinized, and it's very, it's very much wide open in the public eye. And there's a reason football coaches make more than the school presidents by 10 times because of what we do and how we fill the seats and et cetera, et cetera, especially if you're a good coach and you run a program that your team wants to be around and players want to be there. But don't now start trying to mandate our salaries. Not mine, ours, but coaches. And I think that's kind of, it leads to the enabled fucking era that we are in. And I'm going to try to get a couple former players on it in Pac-12 and see what their deal is. Because I'm willing to listen and I know they'll listen. And 
and we could talk about it. That's my opinion. The kids, obviously, I don't believe the kids in the Pac-12 all know every single thing. I'm not saying they're not educated at all. They are. Press, trust me. Pac-12 has great academic schools. Check out Cal and Stanford and fucking USC, UCLA. I mean, there's some smart schools out there. But what I'm saying is this has been going on for years and years and years. So don't just now jump on the bandwagon. I get all the other shit. The coaching salary deal, to me, is kind of an enabled... It's just we're enabling the more and more and more and giving the kids more and more and more rope. And we've allowed miles and miles of rope over the years. And they have done as they wish, okay? So understand that. They have done what they want to do, and it's and the coaches and parents have enabled this fucking these attitudes for years. And if we let the kids start calling out the salaries of the coach, don't you fucking think they're going to talk back and do exactly opposite of what the coach tells them to do in practice. So now there is no coach player hierarchy. Now you're telling us we're on an even fucking playing field. That's what you're telling these kids and coaches. We got it all fucked up now, man. I'm just telling you. I don't condone making $9 million a year, especially if you're shitty. I condone it, though, if you fill the stands, your graduation rate's the highest, your kids are going on and fucking becoming these professional, either NFL players, NBA players, getting their doctor degrees and master's, which they are. I mean, Alabama's done that quite a bit for a lot of their players. So have a lot of schools. And then they bring them back to coach with them. Those type of coaches, to me, deserve the money they get because they're bringing in literally billions of dollars to their institutions. But some of these dudes that make this money that none of that shit happens for to me, I agree with it. I still don't, I still wouldn't let a kid dictate what we make. And to me, now you're really opening this up to, you know, you're opening this thing up to be a total fucking shit fest and there'll be no reason to play. There will be no more amateurism. There will be no more fucking coach on top, player in the middle. There's none of that. It'll be the same. You'll be at the same fucking level, and you're going to have so much drama and more enabling because the kids won't have to. They'll think that they fucking are on your level when they're 18-year-old kids who haven't busted a grape in a fruit fight, who haven't paid a bill, who can't wipe their ass, feed another face, or know how to fucking read a map without being on a smartphone. But we're going to let them dictate our salaries. That we, We've been doing this for 30 years. There's going to be a lot of coaches that get out of the business. I'm going to be honest with you. So hopefully we can get some jobs back. I know there's about 50 fucking million people, um, you know, jobless right now. But maybe there's some jobs going to open up. And coaches might be jumping shit, man. Just telling you. Um, I don't know. You know what you guys need to do instead of fucking worrying about coaches' salaries? Young young men, you guys need to go look at fucking Larry Fitzgerald walking the ball back out to practice, putting it on the field, and then immediately drop and go do sprints and warm up. That's what you need to do. Because there's not a five-star kid in high school 
or college that would do what Larry Fitzgerald's done, who's been doing it 16 years and who's a Hall of Famer, and he's carrying out the ball bag. But all you fucks would be worried about being clowned by your peers or thinking you're too good to carry a ball bag out. That's what you fucking need to do. Telling you guys, you guys have lost this deal, coaches and parents. I'm telling you. It's fucked up, man. There's a lot of fucking whip cracking to be done if you want to get it back. Just telling you, but it's going to take a lot of fucking folks to do it. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a fucking alpha male dictating fucking deal. Let's be square about it. It's about a right and wrong thing. And it's about a developing boys and turning them into men thing. Not giving them every fucking thing before they ever earn anything. Because guess what? It's only trickling down and creating this generational curse that is this facade because the real world's going to hit them in the mouth when they don't graduate and they get hurt and they want this money from the NCAA, but then you get hurt year two. Guess what? All your fucking money on your jersey sales are gone because you're not fucking playing. And then guess what? You go on and fucking school don't even pay for your education anymore. And now what are you doing? But you guys don't look at it like that. Understand, it's unbelievable to me, man. I don't know. It goes back to Texas Tech fires their head football, their head basketball coach yesterday, uh, women's coach, okay? I talked about it the other day. Now, they better have concrete data and proof that she did what she did or she's going to sue the shit out of this place, and I'm not bad at her. I got a buddy that coached at Minnesota who knew her, told me she was a great person, never had an issue, and she was just a coach who demanded a great effort and got on their ass because she held them to a high standard. wonder if John Wooden did that or Phil Jackson or fucking Bill Belichick or Bill Parcells. Do you think they did it? Hmm, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe they just said, oh, fuck it. Do what you guys want to do, man. No problem. They fired her after one day. So that means there was no investigation. All right. One day they fired her after allegations. So I hope that you guys fucking did your research on this and you have concrete information that she did some foul shit. I don't condone foul shit. If she was doing some crazy shit, then so be it. Get rid of all the fucking coaches that are out there doing stupid shit. But you, you, you're probably sitting there like, well, you did super shit. Well, have you ever seen a kid talk shit about me, though? Have you ever seen a kid say I did something to him that was uh, crazy? No, you haven't. You can't find it because the real recognizes real. So shut the fuck up. Quit being so soft and understand those kids out there need discipline. They want it. They demand it. They just don't know how to ask for it. They don't understand they need it. Because nobody's ever told them. And no offense, single moms, but you you can't be a dad. You don't know what it is to be a boy, so you can't raise a man. So it's not your fault. That's why kids and boys, I call them boys when I get them because they're still boys. When they leave me, I like to think they are men, but they fight me tooth and nail because I'm a man telling them how to do certain things. They fight it and fight it and fight it because they never had a male in their life. So they say, fuck males. I'm going to fight you tooth and nail because I don't like you because you. I don't know you. I don't know any men. 
Because my mom raised me since I was a kid and my dad walked out on me or whatever. Whatever the fucking stereotype is and whatever you want to say. But that's the truth. When those kids buy in and find out you love them and you have of their best interest at heart, which they can find out very quickly, just so you understand, these kids out here are not fucking dumb. They may be stupid. They are not dumb. Let's make sure there's, you understand there's a difference. That's like hearing and listening. There is a fucking difference. You can call these kids stupid all you want. They're not dumb. And them motherfuckers will see right through a fake fuck in a New York minute. And they'll understand if you got their back or not right away. They know if you're a fake lying fuck. So I just want to make sure you understand that shit because those kids know if you're fake or not. So did this girl, this lady, I mean, this woman's coach, was she beating these motherfuckers? I don't know what she was doing, but she was fired one day after. So hopefully they have their information. If she was foul, she was foul. So be it. I'm just saying the shit I read was like, it's soft. The one girl passes out because the male uh, coach was getting was yelling at the boys team. She had a panic attack. And then she reports that. Like, to me, I don't understand, man. I don't understand. You can't coach no more. You really can't coach. And you're definitely not creating women and you're not creating men if you're whispering sweet nothings in your ear. I'm just telling you all you fucking naysayers out there who think that my way is too harsh. I've seen all these soft fucking tweets by all you guys. My players didn't think so. Only the players that got cut, who stole at Walmart, who fucking cheated, who sat in back of class and didn't want to take instruction and do what we did as a program. Those are the ones that talk shit. Not the guys that make it to the four-year schools, graduate, make it onto the NFL, get their degrees. They don't talk shit. Wonder why. Hmm. If it was easy, everybody would play it. If it was easy, we'd all have the winning fucking lotto numbers. If it was easy, fucking give me the trophy to everyone that participates because that's what we're turning this thing into. Everyone gets a participation trophy. Everybody's a fucking victim. Everybody's fucking wants to be part of this fucking clout Twitter. Man, I you know... Two, three years ago, I used to say social media, you know, it has this great side and it has a bad side. You know, I'm leaning towards, I think we'd still be better without it ever beginning. I'm just starting to lean that way, man, because like Mike Tyson said, man, it has created, it has allowed cats to talk without getting smacked in the mouth. That's what it has created, man. And, uh, they're not having to do any research. And even these journalists are, are irresponsible reporters. They haven't even doing any concrete information. Back in the day, they used to have to go seek you out and talk to you to get the information. So when Sports Illustrated and USA Today came out with false articles about Michael Jordan, and as you can see it on Last Dance, guess what? They did the same thing about me. And I'm nobody. I'm not, I'm not no fucking Michael Jordan. USA Today and Sports Illustrated make false Fucking reports and journalistic fucking out lies about me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And never did anything because they're going off of somebody's tweets or somebody's report on social media that have no clue what the real is. And that's how fucking enabled we've become as a society. 
Just being honest. So, <sighs> crazy shit, man. This shit is crazy. D2 and D3 can't play. Power 5 can, but we're worried about all of our fucking athletes' uh, health. That's what the NCAA said. <laughs> crazy. Um, just so you know, D2 and D3 are also under the NCAA umbrella. NCAA, you fuck sticks. Crazy as fuck. Um, I don't get it. Breaking news earlier today. I don't stop breaking. I'm not breaking that news ever, but I just give you real talk. Uh, it's fucked up news. I call it an angel, a Los Angeles angel baseball, major league baseball staffer was charged with murder of Tyler Skaggs, the pitcher for the angels last year, July 1st that died of overdose and all that shit. The FBI has found that this guy fucking overdosed him. So that hit today. That's fucked up. Pretty crazy. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the Clippers beat the Mavs. It's unbelievable to me. This is it's just this whole show is about just how soft we are, and I and I harp on it every day because we are man. And I hope my podcast is starting to get more views every every show, so that's good. I hope it gets millions of views in the future because I'm gonna keep talking how soft we are and how soft society is, and how enabling we are, and how. You either allow it or you coach it. You coach it or you allow it. Period. That's it. We are allowing everything, it seems like. And it just keeps getting worse and worse. It ain't getting better. I'm just telling you guys. But I watched the Clippers beat the Mavs. And it's unbelievable. I specifically watched the game to find. I look at little things, you know. And I wanted to see if Cats walked off and bounced after this game. Because Dame Lillard... And Westbrook, Westbrook, they never shake hands. They bounce and go to the locker room. They don't even talk to each other. The Clippers and the Mavs played, and Doncic and all these motherfuckers are literally laughing, smiling, giggling with each other and the opposite team, with Kawhi, Paul George. They're just like buddy-buddy kicking it. And huggy-dovey, lovey, after the game, it's all a show, man. And it's now, it's just soft. It reminded me, remember last dance when Jordan and Isaiah Thomas still don't talk? They still fucking got beef because they used to walk off the court? That's what it's about. Compete. Friends in the offseason, or how about friends when you fucking retire, man? You either want to be the best at this thing or you want to be average. It's hard to be different. It's easy to be average. I'm just going to be honest. And I think, I'm going to be honest, this whole huggy-duggy, slap-your-ass, High five, clap, dap it up after every free throw started about 20 years ago. When that shit started, I think it became, it was the worst thing the NBA ever had happen. When cats were dapping each other up when they missed a free throw was the worst thing you ever could have did. You never seen Larry Bird dap up Kevin McHale if he missed a free throw. He would cuss his ass out and vice versa. You missed a free throw. You dapping me up because you missed a free throw? Now, you can say what you want. Oh, it has nothing to do with it, Coach. Man, hey, you start stacking books on top of each other, and it just gets higher and higher, don't it? Shit starts to add up, man. I'm just telling you, that little-ass thing I just said, how do you know it doesn't trickle down and create a fucking huge fucking outcry or outbreak of enabled pussy-fied shit? 
Because soon after that, opponents started dapping it up, hugging, laughing. And it's become such a fucking, we are who we are. Let's, let's trade jerseys and sign them. Let's fucking sign our jerseys, trade each other's jerseys. When the fuck did you used to see that? Man, I'm just telling you. You think that shit don't add up? I'm sorry that I'm just being honest. I'm sorry that this shit is uh, just enabling fucking soft, mediocre fucking play, mediocre lives. We, we're all cool. We're accepting of it. Am I the only asshole? Come on, man. But then you come to me and say, Coach, I need your help on talking to my kid because I just can't get through to him. But you're the same motherfucker that's allowing him and begging him and kissing his ass not to transfer. Because at the end of the day, you realize every day is an interview and the eye in the sky don't lie. Somebody's always watching us and it's a results-oriented business at the end of the day. It's a results-oriented life we live, period. You either win or you lose, period. There's no gray area. Winners fuck the prom queen. Losers go home and jack off, period. Nobody gives a fuck about who came in second. You should not get a trophy for coming in second place. What's Ricky Bobby say? Your first or your last? That shit is, to be to me, that shit, it didn't shock me. I didn't take that movie when I heard that as everyone else did. To me, it was like, I, I, just, I just kept watching the movie. That was normally, that was expected to hear that. I was like, shit, no shit, <laughs> no shit. You're first or you're last. I don't know if you get a fucking trophy for second place. I don't know why we give those out. I don't know, man. You, you wonder why we fucking, you know, other countries, just eye for an eye, ear for an ear. I know you can say, oh, you're getting a little dramatic, but, or extreme, whatever you want to call it. I'm just saying, man, we've become soft. We've allowed our kids to become soft. Now you can't coach kids. You you don't know if someone's recording you as a coach. You don't know if you're fucking being fucking recorded every single day because you're coaching your kid hard and then now you got these helicopter parents who are soft because they can't control their own kid at home let them do whatever the fuck they want and then they fucking come talk to you about their playing time and why they're fucking not playing and da 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 and shut the fuck up man that's why i don't talk to parents once i leave recruiting once the recruiting is over i don't talk to your parents no more <coughs> excuse me so my boy, Pat McAfee, man, I talked to him, texted him earlier. He got married, congratulated him. He's on his uh, honeymoon, obviously. Um, and I don't know if you guys saw Pat McAfee. Basically, I was on his show last year, about a year ago today, and he had like 95,000 followers on Twitter, on Instagram. He's got 2 million now, man. He has self-marketed the shit out of himself. Kudos to him. He's a great dude. He's genuine, um, energetic as fuck, as you see. He came from nothing, man, and, and uh, we've talked quite a bit, and he's a great dude. And Anyway, I congratulate him on getting married. I want to make sure you understand he's wrestling in two weeks, and uh, we all know it's a show, but damn, he's made this thing big, and um, 
he's going to wrestle a guy and fucking Triple H and everybody's all talking shit on ESPN. And man, I just wanted to let him know um, that, hey, man, this motherfucker's self marketed himself and has done a great ass job. And he's he's a big deal now, man. So shout out to Big Pat McAfee. And he's going to wrestle in a couple weeks, man. And uh, hopefully he's not too winded and uh, don't get like fucking DDT or some whatever they call that shit. Um, but, uh, if people don't know who Pat McAfee is, go follow him. He played, uh, he was a kicker for, uh, Indianapolis Colts in the NFL, um, Peyton Manning days and, and, uh, now he's an announcer and he did a bunch of, he does ESPN stuff, college game day, um, along with, uh, he did the XFL. So we'll see if, uh, see what happens. The rock gets him back or can afford him now. Shit. He's becoming, he's becoming a big time household name now. Um, but congrats to Pat getting married, um, on his honeymoon and having a, he was on ESPN this morning. So I thought I'd text him and let him know and try to get him my whiskey. Um, shout out to Eddie George. He got my whiskey in, in the mail. Um, he's going to check it out and let me know. Um, a lot of guys have been getting it and been buying it. Appreciate you guys. The whiskey is out there. Um, coachjbstore.com. Listen, man, you guys got to watch my Manscaped video later on. I'm going to post that shit on uh, social media later on. But follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram, the real coach underscore JB. Make sure you go check out the whiskey, co- the coachjbstore.com, because uh, later I'm going to do a Manscaped skit and, uh, and then post it on a video, okay? This show is actually brought to you by Manscaped. So letting you know live sports are back. It's very possible that we may see the NBA playoff matchup between the Clippers and the Nuggets. That's why our partners at Manscaped have partnered us, partnered with us to make sure your Nuggets are as fucking safe as possible when that matchup happens. That's your balls, fellas, men. Women want to see some fucking clean balls, not no fucking hairy-ass shit. Go shave your shit for your lady's sake. And ladies, you go to Manscaped too. I give you 20% off if you go use my promo code SLAPDICK. You'll get 20% off plus free shipping if you use my promo code SLAPDICK at Manscaped.com. 20% off free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code SLAPDICK. Take your grooming game to the next level. Come on, man. Step your fucking games up. Go shave your fucking nuts. Stop being SLAPDICKS. Like the podcast name says. So look, man, we're enabling the fuck out of everybody. We've become the Charmin of the world. We are softest Charmin. And I hope we get off our fucking enabled asses and start snapping the whip again, man. Cracking the whip and getting our babies back. We love them. We want to love them. We want to see them succeed. We want to see them raise their kids the right way. Let's stop enabling them, man. We're not being demeaning and and being mean to them women ladies out there soft boys and men out there we are teaching them how to create tough skin because the real world is not easy it's not for everyone it's not a forgiving world that we live in fellas women men i'm just telling you so why are we fucking giving our kids this false it's false advertising is what it is, okay? It's false advertising, and you guys are giving these guys, our our kids, our babies, false hope. Quit doing it. Because the owner or CEO or your boss, when your kid gets a high school diploma and goes workforce, 
And he shows up late to McDonald's and the fucking manager slams a door in his face and tells him he's fired. You just smashed his dreams by lying to him the whole fucking 18 years of his life by letting him get away with everything and telling him how fucking great he was. When in essence and in realistic theory, he's not because you enabled him. You gave him everything. He never had to work for anything. <sighs> Call me what you want. I don't give a fuck no more. I know what I know. I don't know what I don't know. And I know we are soft. We've enabled it. We allow it. We don't coach it. We don't We don't fix it. We don't correct it. We've allowed it over and over to where now it has become a California's a cesspool. I'm just being honest with you. Besides the weather, what the fuck else does California have for it going for it right now? High-ass taxes, ridiculous pricing on homes, gas prices are fucking ridiculous, traffic's the fucking worst. I'm a Cali guy through and through. I'll probably die here. I mean, I have no, I love it here. I'm always going to be a city guy. So I love home. I'm never going to, but I'm also going to be honest and tell you it's fucked up right now. And so it's got to be one of the softest states, man. Our kids don't understand what toughness is. The quarterback, high school quarterbacks are leaving California to go out of state to play. If you haven't heard. So one of these top quarterbacks committed to USC, he's leaving, going out to Georgia, Valdosta High School in Georgia and play. So, okay, cool. Go out there and play. It's a different world for you, youngster. I'm going to tell you right now. It's going to be different. And number one, you're a talent. You're balling. You're going to go ball. I mean, California has as best, as good as talent as anyone. I'm not saying it doesn't. But is a different grind with those kids and the kids you play with at fucking La Habra High or fucking Alamany or fucking Modern Day or whatever. Just telling you. Those kids are hungrier. They have to do a little more. They, some of them live 10 miles from a country road and have to get to school by any means necessary because they want to play. We have the lowest participation rate of high school football in California. We've had the lowest participation rate in over 45 years. So when you don't have a lot of bodies and you get a couple kids with COVID, you shut down the whole fucking place. Whole place is going to get shut down. Boom. So that's what California did. We shut down the fucking high school football. But in these other states where they're not even near as populated, Texas, Georgia, Carolinas, where they love their football, Oklahoma, you got kids, 200, 300 kids on your program. So if a couple kids get COVID, you quarantine them and you replace them and you continue to play. And that's what they're doing. I'm just telling you, winners find a way to do it. Losers find a way not to do it. Period. I'm just going to be honest. So you can all talk shit and say, oh, no, winners will find a way. And they're probably red states, obviously, and, and, and they're going to fucking, 
you know, probably not close down. You know what I mean? Arizona has a, probably a higher rate of closing down the state. So California kids probably won't go to Arizona like they probably would have a couple months ago. But now you're going to go to Georgia and you're going to go to these states where they're probably not going to shut down. Now, it could be ignorant as life-threatening. If this shit breaks out, you look like a bunch of dumb fucks. But this kid, my fear for this kid is, first of all, USC is letting the kid leave here to go to Georgia is a fucking dumbass move, number one. Number two, the kid's going to go out there, and what if it does stop? Your parents and you and everybody else's sacrifice has this, by the way, this is like the fifth high school for this kid. <laughs> to me, it's unbelievable. But anyway, you're going to go out there, and if this shit folds out there, you've just, you. Oh, I guess your parents got money, man, because you've wasted a lot of fucking time and money. Because if it drops out there, now you're in Georgia when you're from L.A. Now you're sitting in rural country Georgia, Valdosta, and with your dick in your hand. Just saying. You'll fuck around and be at Valdosta State University and not USC or Georgia. So you better be careful. Careful what you ask for, too. Grass isn't always greener. Um, Water's not always cleaner. But, hey, it is what it is. But listen, man, I actually went longer than I thought I would do. But we are enabled. We're soft as fucking baby shit and uh, as runny baby shit, to be honest. And, uh... Hope we start snapping the whip again, man. Cracking the whip and getting our uh, our kids back. And uh, just think about some of the things I said, man. If kids control coaches' salaries and what they do, then you might as well just let them fucking. You might as well take a locker and give the kids your office. That's just how I look at it. So anyway. It's the real coach JB, man. Enjoy the weekend. I'll be back Sunday night uh, with you, and uh, on the ninth, and we'll have another slapdick podcast brought to you by Manscaped. Go get you twenty percent off and groom your nuts for all you uh, hairy balls fucks out there. Be safe this weekend, man. Um, enjoy the NBA bubble. See if Tiger can get a win, and uh, don't be a slapdick. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Tell you. Cause I don't want to fucking hear your mouth. I'm tired of hearing guys talk back, man.